the Sufi sage Abdulalim of Ves refused to teach, but from time to time he would advise people about the way to proceed on the path. One day a disciple, who was both incapable of learning and regularly driven abnormal by attending so-called mystical ceremonies, was visiting him. He asked, how can I best profit from the teaching of the Master? The Sufi said, I am happy to be able to tell you that I have an infallible method which corresponds to your capacity. And what is that? If I am allowed to hear it from you, simply stop, stuff up your ears and think about radishes. Before, during or after the lectures and spiritual exercises, asked the student. The master said, instead of attending any of them, hmm, I think I have to go deeper into this now, so you start. (laughs) (laughs) Following me in where the master wants to go. The Sufi sage, Abdulalim of Ves, of Fez. I have been to Fez. In fact, I was in prison there in Fez. This Sufi, he must be an old master from Fez. Fez in Morocco. There's a town in Morocco. I knew it from the inside. It was bad. Real bad. But also when it's real bad, it's also very good. Very good. In fact, the first Sufi, before I had any idea it was anything like a Sufi, like I have told you, introduced you to all these kind of people. But I met my first Sufi in the jail in Morocco. Hmm? That's where they put these nice people. They don't fit in, in the society. (laughs) In jail. And I recognized him. (laughs) I didn't know why it was then, but he was a beautiful man. The Sufi sage Abdulalim of Fez refused to teach, but from time to time he would advise people about the way to proceed on the path. A true master He won't have any fixed thing. If people expect something, he will refuse it. Hmm? Because you have to fall in tune with him. So in the beginning, he's bound to displease you. Because everybody comes with their own ideas. 
their own expectations, and all that has to be toned down. Hmm? Otherwise, he couldn't help you. And if you go through that stage, that you go against yourself and start listening more to the Master than your old mind, then only is there any hope. Many people, they come, they expect things. Hmm? Then they get hurt when they don't get it also. But that means they are not ready to change. You can't expect the Master to fall in tune with you. You have to fall in tune with Him. You have to fall in tune with something that is higher. Then you start functioning on a higher vibration. He can't help you if He just meets you where you are. Yes, out of compassion, he will do it again and again. So you start feeling at ease. <laughs> he will even take your hand, hold my hand, it is safe. Hmm? And then when you relax, then other things also come in. It's not only he, his hand that is touching you. One day a disciple, who was both incapable of learning and regularly driven abnormal by attending mystical ceremonies, visited him. But this can't be a true disciple, because a disciple is somebody who is devoted to the Master. He doesn't go here and there and attend mystical ceremonies then he still has to do his shopping then, spiritual shopping. For many people that is also part of the process, but then you are still like a student then, a tourist, spiritual tourist, new age. Know this, know I read about that, know I heard about that. I go there, I dig a little bit there, a little bit, taste this and listen there, and more and more confused. Hmm? One day, a disciple, who was both incapable of learning, then he wasn't a disciple, because a disciple is somebody who learns, who understands that he doesn't know. That is the beginning of disciplehood. When you realize, I don't know, but I want to learn something new. That is the beginning. If he is incapable of learning, he hasn't come there yet. He is still a student. He is still a seeker. He is still confused. He is still not dedicated. He is not focused. He has many other things to do in his life. He is wishy-washy, lukewarm. And also he was regularly driven abnormal by attending mystical ceremonies. He's saying that he was also confused. And there has always been these so-called mystical ceremonies. Kundalini Yoga, shamans, drugs, going into trance, honka punka kanka, 
looking in tea leaves, looking in the stars. Doing all kinds of things, being possessed, doing breathing exercises till you faint. And all these kind of exercises where these people are doing it, then there is also jealousy because some people are more possessed than the other. Or somebody had a really good trip and I didn't have it. Let's eat some more. It doesn't work. You doesn't get more wise. You just get more confused. And also, if it has to do with any kind of drugs or synthetics or alcohol, you misuse the body also. You don't need anything that is extraordinary to realize that which is always there, that which is your true nature. How could you? Because it's just your own nature. You don't need to do anything. But all these things has always been part of the journey. And most people get lost in it because it's very, very interesting for the mind. Ascended Masters and Konkabunka from beyond the Venus and all Tibetans and future space people. Let them be, be here now, you. This is where we are. If you can't function here, how can you function there? And all this, some people have, can easily come in contact with it and it happens effortlessly. There's nothing to look for. Some people will remember, some people will not remember. Some people can see, some people cannot see. doesn't matter. But as long as people get into these kind of mystical ceremonies, then there is a, oh, I didn't have, I didn't see all these stars and fireworks. I didn't hear the sacred om. What is wrong with me? Nothing is wrong. Relax. This is how it is. One day, a seeker who was both incapable of learning and regularly driven abnormal by attending mystical ceremonies visited him. He asked, how can I best profit from the teachings of the masters? And this also just shows where he is at, how can I best profit? How can I best profit? How can my ego most profit? What can I learn to get more fat ego? Hmm? I have all these things in my books. Now, what can you teach me so I can also put something else? What is your secret teaching? Standing on my head for three days? and chant some secret mantra, anything I do, then I put it there, now I have everything, now I'm more wise. Hmm? This is how the normal people are. 
And the more nonsense people teaching you, the more interesting you think it is. I have seen all these people and I've seen all these masters who teach it also. The Sufi master said, I'm very happy to be able to tell you that I have an infallible method which corresponds to your capacity. I have exactly, exactly what you need. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. I know your kind. Stay with me and I will teach you. Then the student must be very excited. Really? Yes, and not only that, but exactly for you. Nobody else I will teach. Just you. You are very good. Advanced. This is a very advanced method. Listen. And what is that? If I'm allowed to hear it, said the seeker. What is it? Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Simply stop up your ears and think about radishes. Still the master is saying that still he doesn't catch up. He goes on before, during or after the lectures and spiritual exercises. When? When should I do that? He haven't even thought about what is he doing. What is he saying to him? Simply stop up your ears and think about radishes. Before, during or after the lectures and spiritual exercises. Instead of attending any of them, says the Master. This is all you need. You can drop all the lectures and exercises and spiritual discourse. Just stuff your ears and think about radishes and everything will be solved. Very strange technique. But it's perfect for this person because... That's what he needs. You have to start somewhere. If you can't understand what the master is doing, he has to give you some toy. Hmm? You can't put a two-year-old on a bicycle. He will fall and hurt himself. You have to wait. Here, use this rubber ball. Hopefully it's too big that you can't eat it. Hmm? Play with that, doing, 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 doing. Then after some years, see, hmm? meditate on this. Just stuff your ears. What does that mean? It means that you have heard enough nonsense. No, just stop. Stop. Don't listen to anybody anymore. All this nonsense, I can't tell you anything. You're so full of it. If any hope, then just stop and stay here. Maybe slowly, slowly, in spite of yourself, something start filtering through your mind. Maybe. That is the only thing the Master can say. He can't talk the truth. He has to give him some method, some exercise. 
He has to do something. He's not in tune. The less in tune you are, the more techniques, the more exercises do you need. The more in tune you are, the more you can just be available. Because now you know you are available. Then whatever the master does will be nourishing for you. You will understand it, you will drink it because you are available. You don't come in your own way. You soak it up. It doesn't matter what. Because it's more an energy. It has nothing to do with the words. It has nothing to do with the actions. Then it is a totally different. That is the place of the disciple, of the devotee. If you are a student, you don't understand that. First, you have to just stuff up your ears. Try to be quiet. Keep your mind outside this holy temple. And maybe, maybe, something will start filtering through your mind. And think about radishes. No, you've been thinking about so many spiritual things. And all the seven heavens. No, just think about radishes. What does he mean by that? First, be quiet. Don't say anything and don't listen to anything. Just try to be quiet. And if you're going to think, think about radishes. What is more innocent than radishes? Hmm? What can the poor radish do? He can't corrupt you. Hmm? And you can't feel so very spiritual when you're sitting meditating on a radish. So it's very good medicine for the ego also. When his friends come, what is the new technique that the master gave to you? Meditate on a radish. Oh my God. What kind of master is this? He's not the master, he's a fool, get away. That is what these people are. They don't understand. They need this kind of spiritual nonsense. Silence. Stop your ears. The best. Okay, if you need something, meditate on radishes. Very innocent. If you become friends with radish, it means you're very innocent. Hmm? I prefer carrots. I mean, myself. (laughs) But not much difference. In Norway, we have very good carrots. One of the few things, not much papaya, banana, this, but carrots. Organic carrot. That is good. So, the Sufi sage, Abdullah of Fez, refused to teach, but from time to time he would advise people about the way to proceed on the path. I know his dilemma. And it's hard to find somebody who really wants to move on. One day, a seeker who was both incapable of learning and regularly driven abnormal by attending too many mystical ceremonies visited him. And this is the most difficult. Many times I say, When new people come, 
then it's sometimes much easier than sometimes the old sannyasin comes with the big fat sannyas ego, I've been, I know, I've been a therapist for 40 years. <laughs> I know all the, I met all the masters, all the gurus, everything I know, I know, I know. I'm so full, I can't take anything else, no. Whatever you said, I have heard before. But my dear, it's nothing to do with saying. It's about emptying yourself. And this can only happen if you fall in tune. Before that happens, it doesn't matter if you have been for 40 years or 50 years or five months, it doesn't matter. What matters is to fall in tune, more and more in tune, more and more silent, more and more receptive, more and more empty, more and more available, more and more easy, <laughs> more and more relaxed. He asked, how can I best profit? How can I best profit from your teaching? Hmm? Give me something. I, if you're true master, give me something. I can feel more strong, powerful. How can I profit most? I also want to become master. Give me something, a profit. <laughs> <laughs> the Sufi said, I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy to tell you, my friend, that you have come to the right place. And I have an infallible method that corresponds to your capacity. Don't worry. Don't worry. I have a perfect thing for you. You have come so long. I understand. You will get exactly what you need. Don't worry, I have exactly that. And what is that? If I'm allowed to hear it, simply stuff up your ears and think about radishes. <laughs> yes, easy. Even an idiot can understand this technique. Hmm? No, you've been teaching so many mystical experiences. And seven, fifteen levels of consciousness and ascended masters and mantras and tantras. No, just radish. Before, during or after the lectures and the spiritual exercises, instead of attending any of them, stop everything. Just become ordinary. Nobody knows how it went with this student, if he managed. Most probably not. Because how much did he profit from it? <laughs> hmm? You have to be ready to laugh with the Sufi sage. Then you have to also be ready to drop your old way of thinking, of being. And that can only happen, you can't do it.
If you are doing it, then it's hard. If you think about it, then it's hard. It has to happen. You have to feel something in some mysterious way. You feel that something is more valuable than whatever you have. Hmm? That is the dawn of light. You taste something, you feel something, you sense something that is much more valuable than anything, than your whole past. Fuck it. <laughs> and you can't say what it is, but you just know that this is much better than anything. Hmm? Who cares? If the master says, talk about seven chakras or radishes, <laughs> who cares? Hmm. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>